The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David Diaz. Welcome, welcome everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 US Olympian and former WBC lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing or MMA, you've tuned into the right place. Outside the Ring is brought to you by VoiceAmericaSports.com. Well, guys, uh, we're back, and I want to thank you for uh, listening in to us again. Once again, I've been gone for the last two weeks. And, um, you know, I, I'm uh, the last two Thursdays, so I got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, the first of all, I want to tell you that the first week I was gone, it was because the reason was because I was taking care of my mom. She was not feeling well, but, um, she has some, uh, little trouble and complications, but she is doing good now. And then the second week, um, I went on a business trip. And uh, that those were the two reasons uh, for my absence uh, on the show. But that business trip has something to do with what I'm doing after boxing. Um, sort of like my new career, uh, my new fight, sort of, sort of you know. Uh, so I, I hope you guys can stay tuned to uh, the Fighters Corner segment where I'll explain a little bit more of uh, what it is I'm doing. Well, uh, to get to the sport aspect of the show... Um, the Cubs, <laughs> gotta talk about my Cubbies. You know, I have to, regardless of what they are doing. Um, the Cubs, the Cubs are 10, uh, and 9 out of the last, uh, 19 games. Well, at least they're above 500, you know, uh, one game <laughs> better. But, um, there was a lot of, there's a lot of little, uh, bright spots, you know, in, uh, in this reconstruction thing. Samarja on Monday, I believe, uh, uh, struck out uh, 11, 11 guys to, uh, to win against the Braves on Monday. I, I, I definitely think Samarja is starting to find his stride as a reliable pitcher. He's doing real good, um, controlling his pitches and, and, and just having a, a, a tunnel vision of what he wants to do. Also, Lahair and Rizzo are, are doing their part. And yes, I know they're still at the bottom of the Central Division. But at least this crew is, uh, you know, getting some experience on, uh, on all of this. So hopefully we will, um, you know, learn from this mistakes of everything that's going on with the Cubs and we will have a good and strong, uh, f- fundamental, uh, baseball team. Now, obviously I gotta talk. If I talk about the Cubs, I gotta talk about the other team on the South side, which is the White Sox. Have a lot of friends who are White Sox, uh, 
aficionados. So, um, you know, I got to let them know what their, their team is doing. And, you know, they actually have the same record in the last two weeks uh, as the Cubs. Uh, they're 10 and 9 out of their last, uh, 19 games. But unlike the Cubs, they are on top of the division with a, a two game lead over the Cleveland Indians and a four and a half game over the Tigers. So, um, needless to say, uh, Ventura is, is having a good, uh, great first year for a manager uh, of the White Sox. And, uh, and the new addition, Euclid, uh, got off a, a walk-off a hit to win a five to four last night. So obviously everything's, uh, turning good for them. They're doing good. Uh, have, um, what, what this is really saying is probably they were, they were tired of, uh, of, uh, of Ozzy. You know, they were probably tired of his, uh, beating them up all the time and, and getting in their face and throwing them under the bus. And I, I guess this time they're uh, they're producing for uh, Ventura, so you know, good for them. And um, uh, I guess I wish them well. I have to, you know, I gotta be <laughs> diplomatic. I'm a radio host, so. But uh, now uh, on to the Bulls. The Bulls might be losing Omar Ashik to the Houston Rockets to the tune of twenty five million dollars for the, for three years. The Bulls also have a right to match that offer. Now, there's the big question. Should they? Should they is the big question. I, I, I certainly don't think so. He is a good shot blocker, but uh, we need a mobile big guy in there. Someone to help out uh, Rose, who can also score and take some of the pressure off of Rose. So I, I definitely don't think uh, uh, they should uh, try to match that. It's too much money for the limited play that he's done um, here with the Bulls. Um, he, like I said again, um, big guy, not as mobile as one that we would want. Um, but um, you know, the Houston want him. Let him, let him take him. You know, we don't need him. As a matter of fact, we got some other big guys that we should be filling up the spot, and uh, Taj and all of them. They're, they're pretty good. Not. So uh, I think we should be all right there, you know, and they could uh, free up a uh, salary cap too as well. So there you go. Uh, there's a lot of things the Bulls are doing, and one of them is uh, uh, to get their uh, their uh, number one sign free, um, uh, eight, uh, sign number one uh, guy from from the uh, the Marcus Teague uh, on Monday. They signed him up. But the funny thing about this was that T would never, never worked out for the Bulls. And, uh, that's why he was surprised that, uh, he was even chosen by the Bulls because he never played, uh, worked out for them. But he was, a uh, a, a Kentucky Wildcat. So he's, uh, he fell all the way to, uh, the ninth, 29th pick where the Bulls had, had, uh, a chance to grab him. And, uh, definitely they did. So, um, you know, it's it's good for him because um good for us because he fell so so far back and he's a point guard as well so he'll be able to obviously not right away go into um to play for a, a Rose's spot but at least it'll be something that uh he can be a, as a backup. Now speaking on that uh on that backup scenario um the Bulls also are 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 looking into um 
finding out about Derek Fisher, and they also contacted uh, shooting guard Brandon Roy. Roy, uh, who's 27, who had retired last season, before last season because of a chronic knee problem, is um, hoping to make a comeback uh, this season and could find a role with the Bulls if, you know, he's not that pricey. Obviously, we all know who Fisher is. Um, uh, Fisher is also on the radar for uh, the Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks, and uh, the Thunder. Uh, you know, those were all teams who had pursued him um, in uh, uh, before in, in March uh, after he got a, a buyout from the Rockets. Actually, if you guys didn't know, Fisher gave up uh, the final year and $3.4 million to get out of his contract from the Houston Rockets. So uh, those are some some nice names that can help out Rose when he gets back. Also, I forgot to tell you that, uh, you know, uh, Marcus uh, Teague, uh, his brother is uh, plays for the Atlanta Hawks, and that is uh, Jeff Teague. So, um, you know, he's got some some good uh, basketball um, heritage there. And also, you know, so I want to welcome uh, uh, Marcus Teague to Chicago and uh, hope he does well here in, in, in the Windy City. Um, also, there was another thing about the Bulls. Joakim Noah is not going to be able to play, uh, will not play for France in, in the London Olympics because of uh, his left ankle injury uh, he's, he, that he sustained during the NBA playoffs. Uh, he also stated he is uh, absolutely not ready and not ready to, uh, to run, not ready to jump. So Noah is going to, um, you know, be out of there, out of uh, the Olympic Games um, and he has uh, been rehabbing outside in Los Angeles and with his personal trainer, Alex Pierce. But um, we'll see. I mean, to me, I think that's great that, that he's not going to pursue that because he'll be healthier for us. Obviously, it's just for us. Um, the other bad, bad thing about that is that he won't uh, be representing his country in the Olympics, which is a great honor. I've done that, and it's it's a great thing. The good thing about it is that the guy's young now, and uh, I'm pretty sure next time the the Olympics uh, come around, um, I'm pretty sure he he will be chosen again for his country to represent um, uh, his country in the Olympics. So, well, hopefully for us, that's that's very good uh, as Bulls Bulls fans because um, we want him to get healthy. We we need him to be healthy for us. <laughs> he is a uh, our property now, friends. So uh, we definitely want him to get better, and um, look look forward to to seeing him get uh, you know get healthier, you know. And obviously, um, I don't know if you guys uh, heard, but uh, Dwight Howard wants to uh, get traded, but the only but he only wants to be traded to one team. But he didn't say who, but everyone thinks it's the Brooklyn Nets, the one that Jay-Z owns. So if he does not get traded, he will play out his last season and try out free agency, which I'm pretty sure everyone is going to going to want to pursue him. Um, there's a, a news that was uh, printed out by Dan Raphael from ESPN that said in... in uh, in um, ESPN, then in the aftermath of testing positive 
for synthetic testosterone. Junior welterweight titleist Lamont Peterson quickly applied for a license in Nevada, but uh, they won't. They would grant him a license despite his admission to using the banned substance. Um, so I don't know why why they would do that because of uh, um, they. I'm pretty sure they would uh, want him to uh, get tested and and find out of everything that. Uh, uh, led up to him being tested, so I think the Nevada Athletics Commission should should stop him from 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 getting a a, a license there. Also, uh, Timothy Bradley says he will stay. He will stay at uh, 147. This was also reported by uh, Dan Raphael. He wants to stay at 147. He's giving up the title at 140. Because uh, he wants to stay uh, at 47 because all the big names are there. Obviously, Pacquiao and Mayweather. And he wants to be able to fight one of those guys. And um, uh, Juan Manuel Marquez gets promoted to a football champion at 140 in the WBO. So that's the decisions that were made for that. Um, we are going to be going to break. So stay tuned for our next segment called The Outcome. flagship station for sports voice america sports get ready to talk sports with the big guys tune in to lockdown coverage with keith lewis every tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team the players and what's next it's time to have fun with the game Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. We're back and you're listening to Outside the Ring. This is the segment called The Outcome. Well, first of all, I want to say uh, congratulations to the greatest ever, Muhammad Ali. He will be receiving the 2012 Liberty Medal in Philadelphia So on September 13th. So we want to uh, congratulate him. He keeps on getting awards for being uh, a great ambassador for uh, religious and civil rights and um God bless him that he still gets recognized after everything he's done, and it's a lasting legacy. Uh, so remember that for all you Philadelphians, uh, September uh, September 13th at the National Constitution Center on in uh, Independence Mall. Um, well, guys, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but that uh, Bob Barham had asked uh, the Nevada uh, State Attorney General to look into the judges of the PAC Bradley uh, to see if there was nothing going on there. Well, the, 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 the Nevada State Attorney General has sent a letter to Tom Frank informing them that no evidence of wrongdoing, uh, was found in their investigation and, uh, controversial, uh, June 9th clash between, uh, Bradley and Manny Pacquiao. So, um, that was according to the, uh, Las Vegas, uh, review. Um, so I guess the matter is closed, uh, unless someone comes forward with uh, criminal allegations. And just like that, boxing fans are going to forget about that, what happened, and go on to the next big fight. And they will go on, they will go and watch it or buy it on pay-per-view. That's how it is, man. Um, I think we need to stand up and and, and not have uh, another fight like this happen. We need to um, do something about it. What it is... I always thought I felt that uh, our sport needed needs to be regulated. Um, unfortunately, that's probably not never going to happen uh, because there's too many sanctioning bodies that 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 are out there and um, a lot of promoters that that want a piece of that pie. So um, that obviously will never happen. But we're, we're going to have to wait and see until we get. Um, Duped again, I guess, as a sports fan now. Um, but we'll see what happens. You know, NBC Sports Group uh, will partner with the main events to produce the second season of a network uh, of the network's successful primetime boxing series, Fight Night. The Saturday Night Boxing Series will expand from six telecasts to up to sixteen, and will showcase uh, compelling matchups between. Some of the world's best fighters. NBC's group uh, will continue to work with uh, uh, main events and Hall of Fame maker, uh, Hall of Fame matchmaker J. Russell uh, Peltz uh, to uh, you know bring on uh, some of the fights that obviously uh, some people uh, won't get that would not see unless they're on pay per views or, or something like that. This is actually what main event says. This is designed to produce the best quality fights. Uh, with the co- uh, collaboration of um, a- any promoter or 
any promoter the opportunity to get their boxers involved in these programs and allow viewers the ability to see the world-class matches that would not otherwise take place. So in essence, they're just main events and, and everybody's saying to all the promoters, all the small-time promoters, if you guys want to get on uh, TV, come here, come through us, and we will put you on there. Um, so I think this serves good. It's uh, recognition more or less for the upcoming fighters that they can get up there on, 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 on NBC and get uh, promoted that way, which I think is a, is a great, uh, uh, a great uh, avenue to get um, um, seen. Um, there was obviously ABC did that a long time ago and um, would have uh, Saturday night fights or I believe it was uh, Saturday afternoon fights, if I'm not mistaken. But ABC had them. So I think this is real good that uh, uh, main events and, um, and NBC have uh, grouped up together. And we'll bring um, fights that you can watch. Now it's all just that uh, I know they're going to be up-and-coming fighters. And these are fights that uh, uh, the fans should get behind and, and checking out. So uh, a second bout between uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Miguel Cotto, Miguel Cotto might be held on December 1st in Madison Square Garden in New York. Uh, following the, uh, the success of the first meeting. Cotto himself mentioned that the date for a possible return in 2012 and rejected uh, an offer to fight September 15 against Saul Canelo Alvarez, who is without an opponent after the injuries of Paul Williams and Victor Ortiz, <laughs> who lost, you know. Uh, Cotto was in New York City, so, um, you know, I guess he's uh, looking for it and um, looking for a fight with uh, Mayweather, which would be kind of interesting. Interesting. So uh, Mayweather is obviously holding, uh, still serving um, 87-day sentence in jail in Las Vegas. So if he gets out, um, they, they, would, they would have to be ready and um, see how it goes. Um, I, I definitely think uh, it would be a great fight uh, to see it again. And um, um, I definitely would watch that. And that one's worth watching, ladies and gentlemen, because the last one was exciting, too. Um, Cotto went after him and he actually looked very strong. So, um, I don't know. I think that's a fight that, uh, we should definitely try to tune into. And, uh, um, uh, if it does happen, push for it because it would be a, a good fight. Also, you guys remember that, uh, Mike Tyson had, uh, had gone to Broadway and, um, you know, he's actually doing pretty good for himself. Uh, with uh, Spike Lee as the director. Uh, well, no, not as the director, but he would direct Tyson as his com coming up uh, one-man show uh, called Undisputed. So um, there was uh, uh, a lot of demands for tickets, and um, they've denounced that they would uh, extend it. So um, obviously the thing was only supposed to be between July 31st uh, to August 5th, and the show will play now through August 12th. So congratulations to Mike uh, having success after boxing. And um, that's what that's what's good about, um, I guess, for Mike Tyson, that he's getting all this recognition and being able to be in the movies and, and be that funny guy and be able to make fun of uh, his life experience in, in, in the sport of boxing. And um, congratulations to him and I wish him nothing but the best.
If I'm out in New York, I definitely, I doubt it, I'll be out there by the 12th, though. Um, but um, it should be a good show. Um, if Obviously, it's a high demand for it. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, undefeated uh, champion, son of the legend, Julio Cesar Chavez, and two division world champions, Sergio Martinez, along with their uh, uh, promoters, uh, Fernando Beltran, Bob Barham, Lou DiBello, they were all going to do a four-city, uh, 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 two-national internet, or two-nation uh, international media tour to promote their uh, uh, eagerly Mexican Independence Day uh, championship battle. Uh, this is going to happen um, September fifteenth uh, at the Thomas and Max Center. These are the places where they, you guys will be able to go and see uh, um, Martinez and and, and uh, Chavez. July tenth, they're going to be in LA, and uh, the eleventh in Vegas, and the twelfth in New York, and then the thirteenth in Mexico City, and then they go off to training camp because the fight takes place. Uh, September 15th at the Thomas and Mac uh, Center. You know, um, it's, it's, it's going to be a good fight. Um, I think Chavez looked great against Andy Lee. Andy Lee is not a Sergio Martinez. Martinez can hit. He can move a lot better, which we actually thought Andy Lee was going to do against Chavez, which would have been great for Chavez if uh, Andy Lee boxed because it would have been a great setup, like a sparring session for for uh, uh, Martinez, because I, I knew uh, Chavez was going to eventually uh, uh, beat Andy Lee and be able to get that that fight against uh, uh, Martinez. But Martinez can hit. Martinez is actually a lot faster, I believe, and a lot mobile, more mobile than Chavez Jr. So it's going to be an interesting. Interesting uh, uh, matchup. Uh, do you pay for that one? Of course you do. That that should be a, a defining moment for for Chavez Jr. This is really going to test him to see where he's at um, because this is going to be, I think, his greatest challenge ever. So um, I uh, wish him nothing but the best. It's an uphill battle, I believe, uh, because Martinez is a great boxer uh, and a good puncher. But um, we will tune in to see... Uh, what happened September 15th at the Thomas and Mack Center. And obviously there were a lot of, uh, a couple of fights that, that were, that happened while I was gone. Um, and I know you've listened to everyone say something about this fight, but I have to say mine, man. I'm really not, um, surprised of what happened to Ortiz and the Josecito Lopez fight. Medina did that to him. So that was the perception. Once you quit, you will always find it easier to quit. So I, I believe that's what Josecito Lopez um, thought in his mind that once, hey, I made, I made, uh, they've made him quit before. Just put the pressure on him, and um, it, it would happen. But you know, Victor Ortiz quit. You know, and. After he did not want to continue, but his corner did. His corner were, were trying to egg him on and tell him, hey, come on, man, let's do this. And uh, he was actually up in, in the official scorecards, and also the press had him up. So 
he quit because of a broken jaw. Um, he suffered in the ninth, in the fifth round, I'm sorry, ended up quitting the ninth or the tenth, I believe. You know, um, to me, um, I knew this would happen eventually someday because, because again, of the Madonna fight. So, to me, as you're a champion, uh, that's something that you fought so hard to get and you don't let, you, you don't let it go as easy, you know? To real fighters, if uh, you have a pulse and you can get up, you get up and you answer that bell no matter what. And you get up and fight. So I definitely, definitely for me it was a very big disappointment uh, in hearing that and watching that Ortiz quit again, saying not again, especially when he was up. And he knew he was up. His corner knew he was up. So he, they were just trying to convince him to, to stay there and fight. When you have to do that for for somebody, I mean, it's not you're you're not a you're not a fighter, man. You don't have it in you to take it in all the way and 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 bleed for it and 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 literally um, almost even die for it, man. And um, that just shows the heart of, of a character, man. Am I beating up a dead horse? Yeah, because it already happened. Everybody said their piece, but I I wasn't able to. Um, so. I said my piece, now I'm happy, and I'll move on. Um, we'll be right back with Virus Corn. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond listen for the comeback radio show with tony farmer a lot of people believe what they read on the internet hear and see in the media and on the news we're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype it's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right, you're listening to Outside the Ring, and this is my segment that I like to call the Fighter's Corner, and we're definitely in a fight today. <laughs> we are, um, I, I'm going to explain to you why I was gone for the second part of the uh, the week. I had, um, I had, like I said at the beginning of the show, I had attended a, a business trip that um, was actually in Vegas. Guys, yes, I know what you're thinking, oh, what kind of business trip is in Vegas? But it's a, it was a good one. It was a good one that I attended with along with my guest. Uh, his name is uh, Matthew Sopala. He's been on the show before. You guys know who he is. Uh, Matthew, thanks again for um, coming on the show, brother. Hey, brother. It's an honor and a privilege, man, to be in the ring with some fighters, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. We both made this uh, business trip together. Um, you had already done this business trip last year and you said it was a life changing moment for yourself. And, and for me, it was too. It's, it's something that, that I know I can do, um, that I am very proud of doing and that hopefully be able to change people's lives. Uh, absolutely, David. You know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, uh, when we walked into the MGM Grand Arena, which was, what's about two weeks ago, Manny Pacquiao lost his belt in. The same arena. They hadn't broken down the stage yet from the boxing ring from that fight. And when we walked in to basically discuss and crusade and celebrate a conference of champions for financial people, uh, it's amazing that a lot of people, especially in this day and age, one of the greatest economic stories, one of the greatest economic problems that's in America today, you, alongside with you, David, were alongside that fight to, to really champion the lives of people financially entrepreneurially and you know you were even put on the big the big screen uh june de la cruz uh, an executive vice chairman of the company even interviewed you in front of seventeen thousand people on the big screen talking about hey david you used to come to vegas to fight for a living now you're fighting for a different fight and it was exciting david to see you back on a big screen oh yes it was it was exciting for myself and also to be able to declare that that what we're doing is uh actually right what you just said uh fighting to uh financially liberate uh, families and help them all uh, along their journey. And then we went actually uh, there with a bunch of people. Actually, my wife uh, was there with me and championing the cause as well. And we had like about 20 other uh, um, business partners that, that went along with us. How oh, yeah. did that make you feel? How did that make you feel knowing that you went there last year with only like three or four people and this time you went with almost an army, a, a, a platoon, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, it's, 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 it's exciting because, you know, you know, two things I've experienced in my career as a financial professional. Number one, uh, which has been, the, been, the, been the, my lifestyle, my livelihood, is how to address and help people manage money. Because people ask me, hey, Matt, I'm going through financial problems right now, or I want to plan for retirement, or I'm planning for my kids' college education, or how do I pay off my house sooner and faster, how to get out of debt. And I've always been able to have a answer for a question, for that question. 
But because of the economy, the second question has started coming around because people are getting laid off, because businesses are closing, because people aren't finding uh, ease of income anymore. People ask me, Matt, I know I get it. I know I need to start saving for my future. I need to start managing my money, not pay too much in taxes. And the question is, Matt, how do I make more money? And when this army of people came along with us, it felt me feel real good because I alone am not in, alone in this financial crusade to help people better manage their financial future, but rather not instead of just making money, it's how to make more money in this economy and take back the dream that America was founded on is how to be uh, a, a great provider, how to live in a, a spirit of financial freedom, independence, and how we can still keep our American dream from turning into a nightmare. And I was excited to have our team alongside you, your wife, alongside with us at that fight. Yes, and and actually the, the beautiful thing about that and about this uh, uh, sort of a revolution of, of, of no family left behind was that I actually was able to participate in, in this with, alongside with my wife who yeah. has always, always out of everybody knows my wife has always been in my corner. But um, like you said to me before, when we first uh, got involved with uh, the financial uh, services um, aspect, business aspect of it, um, you're like, David, now how does it feel? Along uh, to fight alongside uh, uh, your wife or your li- or your wife uh, uh, fight alongside you and uh, to be honest with you, Matt, it, it feels great knowing that we have the the same goals in helping our families find financial freedom and help them out. For me, it's been a, a great ride, and I continue and I want to continue this ride and help everyone that we can. Um, can you tell me a, um, a little bit more? on the aspect of what went down in Vegas so everybody can understand a little bit more. I'm not able to articulate as well as you can. Sure, David. You know, we always say that your future, financially speaking, spiritually speaking, marriage speaking, relationship speaking, depends on three basic things, which is this. Number one, the books you read. Uh, Unfortunately, most people never crap open a book after high school. Number two, it's the people that you surround yourself with. And David, you know this as a professional athlete, that if you don't surround yourself with the right type of people, all the stuff that you work hard for goes away really quickly, right? Like you hear from Terrell Owens, like from all these guys who are having financial difficulties right now. And then number three, the thing that affects your life is the meetings, or in this case, the conventions that you attend to lead, inspire, and motivate. You know, sometimes, or we say we're after all the time, life-changing moments do not happen in your existing environment. I mean, David, even as a boxer, if you said, man, in, in two, two, three months, man, you got to fight. you got to train for a fight. But I told you, David, uh, the only place you can go to and train is your backyard. Yeah. I mean, how would that make you feel? <laughs> that, that, that's not going to happen because unless guys are coming in and, or something like that, you have to get out and, and, and surround yourself with, with uh, better quality of, of fighters in order for, to get the best out of it. And um, that's definitely what we did. We right. went out. Out of, out of our element to get charged up and get moving on this on this great adventure that we are going to partake in. Absolutely, David. And when we are around in an environment of 17,000 fired up, excited, screaming people, and it literally, right, David, as a witness to it, 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 it's amazing that in this economy where people are losing their jobs, businesses are closing their doors, it still took us over 45 minutes to recognize those people who are earning $100,000 and above income inside our company, inside our, inside our business, inside our entrepreneurial venture, because we have a system that teaches people not better how to, you know, not only just better manage their money, but also how to make more money 
in this economy and it's exciting to know that there's systems and patterns and examples of success that all you do is just follow alongside them, you have that same opportunity as well. Yes, definitely that is and it's and it's all an easy process that that uh that gets you started. And there was also a a, a lot of um you were able to meet with, with a lot of people that are doing the same thing you are doing in another state, you know. And that right. was the the beautiful thing about it, that if I had family that was, let's say, in California, New York, Texas, um, I, I was able to help them and say, hey, listen, come and talk to this person here because they're over there doing the same thing I am doing and uh, to better uh, help you with it. Right, you Absolutely. Know? And, and David, the, the, the fire, the fire up thing that got me too was if there is a guy, one of the guest speakers, two guest speakers that were really profound, that I really took a lot of notes from was former mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani. I mean, right. how better to lead people through a financial chaotic situation than a guy who led people through chaos, which was 9-11, you know, 11 years ago. So Rudy Giuliani mentioned one thing and one thing only. In order to lead people through a crisis, you need leadership. And, and David, I'm honored to be on a show with you. Because unlike most boxers, unlike most most professional athletes, you're taking a completely different venture outside of your existing sport and taking the same talent and abilities and a will to win and a desire to be somebody and champion, really, the financial fight for those people who cannot financially fight for themselves. And you being alongside that journey, David, that's a huge message to what's going on in our economy, what's going on to our, in our financial services industry, David. And as you saw, many people were just uh, just had a pleasure and we're just shocked at the fact that, you know, you're involved in this fight, in this battle to turn around the financial life of America. And people are just taking pictures with you left and right, man. So, bro, you're still lifting your hands in Victor, my friend. Yes, I am. And, and it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a fun, fun moment. Yes, they knew, um, um, I was a, a fighter before, but they were actually right. You're right. Pretty shocked to say, wow, you're here with us, uh, champion this fight. And, um, but I kind of, Kinda, kinda, um, uh, get to think, it was like, wow, you still got, uh, uh, some brain cells left in order to be here. <laughs> so, so, you know, I think that's what they were thinking, more, more or less, you know, but, um, definitely got to meet a lot of people from Canada, California, and we were also able to, uh, help each other out and, um, look forward to doing business with them in the future because, uh, in all, we cannot help, um, Every single family, but with 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 our crew and and friends and people that we meet, we can we can champions uh, the the cause of uh, no family left behind. I am right. I'm very excited of 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 uh, taking this trip, taking this journey uh, alongside you um, because you're a, a great mentor and, and a good coach. So um, just like everything else, man, in, in the sport of uh, uh, boxing, you have to have your uh, a good coach, a good trainer. And uh, I think I got uh, two wrapped up in one uh, with you. So I really appreciate uh, you taking me under your wing and and being able to do this. Listen, Matt, I want to be able to talk a little bit more of what we are going to be doing. Uh, so if you can hang on for the next segment and um, we'll be taking a break and we'll be right back. flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. What's the national pastime in the U.S. in the 21st century? Are you sure? Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN acclaimed documentary, The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right, you're back and you're listening to Outside the Ring. This is the championship round where anything goes. And with uh, doing uh, homage to the to the segment, we are championing the fight for no families left behind, declaring it here on Outside the Ring uh, with David Diaz. So, uh, Matthew, thank thank you once again for uh, uh, staying with us. And let's continue on, 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 our, on our journey of what we did over there in Vegas um, we did not gamble. We just stayed there and did what we had to do and, um, and, and enjoyed ourselves and taking in uh, the business aspect of it and obviously um, um, championing the fight for uh, no families left behind. Absolutely, Dave. You know, um, one of the shocking facts that we heard and were discussing is that um, USA Today had came out with a headline a couple weeks ago that most people today, their net worth, in other words, if you take what you own, subtract it by what you owe, equals your net worth, right? Mm. Your net worth has shrunk 40% from, from, um, from where it was in the beginning of the decade to where it is today. More importantly, everybody's net worth is back down to 1992 levels. Mm. So if you financially squandered everything you've done for the last 20 years, guess what? You're back in 1992 again. <laughs> Which, for most people, that sucks, but you got a chance yeah. to do it over. you got a chance to redo. So uh, at the same time, too, David, less than four states, only four states in the whole United States require financial education for graduating high school students. And unfortunately, is- Illinois is not one of them. 
So compare that fact with 21 states that require sex education before you graduate high school. Kind of tells you where the head of our country is, with no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, exactly where it is, man. In the yeah. gutter. <laughs> in the gutter. It's in yeah. the gutter. And, and, and somebody mentioned to me, Matt, that's why we're financially screwed. You're absolutely right. If, if you don't do anything different with your personal finances, and I really love the theme where you show outside the ring, because what most people don't remember is all the stuff that a David Diaz has to do before he has to perform in box inside the ring in the championship rounds. Yep. All those, all that road work, all those sit-ups, all that coaching when you were puking and you're still working out, all this stuff starts paying off right now, and this is where you establish financial leadership in your family, in your home, in your church, your community. This, people are right now not looking for financial, um, financial plans. They're not looking for a financial, they're not necessarily looking for financial solutions. They're looking for financial leadership. How do I get the hell out of where I'm at right now? And listen to shows like Outside the Ring and listen to the right things and surround yourself with the right people. That's what's going to get out. And that's why if you grab the latest edition of Forbes magazine this week, yes. Our movement to help, to financially help 100,000 families in 100 days is what our initiative is. Those are our marching orders from our Las Vegas convention. And any of your listeners, anybody that's connected with you on Twitter and Facebook, we want to be able to help them financially however we can, whether it's connecting them with the right people, having a conversation with how to get out of debt, how to, how to make the most out of losing the pension. We want to talk to them about their financial situation with a licensed professional at one of our events within the next 100 days. We're on a mission to help 100,000 people in 100 days, David, and, and thank you so much for allowing me to share that on your show. No, and definitely, and that's something that I'm going to be championing as well. So we do definitely want to help uh, 100,000 in 100 days. So let them know where they can go and find us, Matt, so they can um, know a little bit about about this cause as well. Absolutely, dude. Um, a couple of things is, is, is obviously your, your Twitter, you know, David Diaz, Inc., um, your yes. website, your Facebook. But if they also want to take additional information from my blog, I happen to blog on behalf of the Chicago Tribune. Um, if you go to the website, moneysmartguy.com, you can read up some of my articles, media appearances, and some educational um, details. But more importantly, every Wednesday night over the next 100 days, every Wednesday night, we've opened shop to our office in Oakbrook to not only be part of a mixer, networking mixer, to meet some new people, surround yourself with a new class of people who want to fight more, have more, do more, be more. And at the same time, too, you have an action plan when you leave our offices on a Wednesday or what you need to do for yourself for you to be financially ahead the next week and the week thereafter. So um, we're in Oakbrook, Illinois, every Wednesday night. And if you happen to be tuning in to this show from any other state, we most likely have other offices in many different uh, cities across the country that you can plug into on a, on a weekly meeting night to learn, better learn how to manage your money the right way. Yes, yes, and this is this is all about helping helping the doing the cause and yep. the revolution sort of sort of say of of helping uh, the families with uh, you know financial trouble and looking for financial freedom. And I'm I'm definitely. Um, Behind this, 100%, and proud to say it, and uh, proud to to be championing that cause um, ahead, Matt. Because we, I have already started um, this uh, process of helping out uh, um, families, and um, so far I've sat down with a couple of uh, families that did not realize where they were or where certain places they were doing 
uh, that wasn't adequate for them. And they were still doing it because of the same thing that their dad told them or their right. great-grandfather told them. Put it under the mattress. Put it here, but don't put it there. And that is something that um, people need to get educated. Exactly like what you said, um, Illinois is one of, one of the states that, that, that doesn't require financial um, education. And I, I was part of that system because I remember that the only thing they did show us about financial education was uh, how to write a check and uh, how to deposit in the bank. That was it. <laughs> that was it, ladies and gentlemen. That was our financial education. So it was just a system that uh, was being taught to us that we were supposed to bite into. And, and we need to educate everybody on, uh, in that aspect of knowing where to put their money at and where uh, um, it would be a safe and place where where they can access it with uh, no problems. Sure. So, so tell me, Matt, um, how long have you been championing this cause? For um, well, David, I've been I've been in the financial services industry for about twelve years now. After serving eight years on active duty in the United States Marine Corps, but I tell you this, I've never been more excited and fired up because now I'm part of a movement. I'm part of something that's greater than myself, greater than my business, greater than my city. This is about turning around America, starting with ourselves, starting with our own home, starting with our own family, starting with our own friends and family that we love and care about. And some of the things that we share on Wednesday night, David, sharing some basic financial concepts, like you said before, that I wish many boxers, many professional athletes, many Marines, many people who start a job for the very first time or start a business for the very first time, go, go through some basic financial classes. So therefore, the last thing that's on their mind, the last thing that's on their mind is finances. Think about this, David. Even yeah. as a professional boxer, imagine if you had to remember how to throw a jab. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And a financial world, it's like managing your budget. How do I manage? So after a while, we just want to encourage people and teach people. You don't even have to think about managing a budget. You don't have to dread that word anymore because it's natural. If it's part of your consciousness, it's part of your lifestyle, it's part of getting ahead. Just the same way you got ahead in the, in, in the boxing ring because you, start, you stopped thinking jab, stopped thinking you know, your, your left cross. You just started doing it. And that's what we want yep. people to do financially. Instead of thinking, instead of operating a spirit of fear, people are operating a spirit of confidence. Why? Because now we have a system to teach them a way they can have financial hope. And when people have financial hope, man, they can have faith in their future. I mean, there's a saying, I'd rather spend a bad day knowing where I'm going versus one day in my fears. And thank yep. you, Dave, for allowing us to share this on Outside the Ring and championing people's lives financially. Again, Matt, I want to thank you for being a mentor to me, uh, my coach. Uh, yes. But also, I want you to give out um, your uh, Facebook or, or a place of contact so they can uh, have more. Uh, if they have more questions, they can go straight to you. I appreciate that, David. If you guys remember, MoneySmartGuy, MoneySmartGuy.com. You'll be able to find me through the through Google on, on my Facebook page, Twitter, my blog for the Chicago Tribune, moneysmartguy.com, and if you want access and a free ticket, on your behalf, obviously, they will let in for free because they're, they're listening to your show, right? <laughs> yes. Um, you, can, uh, you can call the show as well or go to our, our moneysmartguy.com, email us, tweet us, Facebook us, learn that you want a free uh, guest pass to our financial workshop. We'll make sure that we welcome you in with open arms and introduce you to the people that you need to help you win the battle of your personal finances one and for all, and we can knock out debt, we can knock out fear, and we can champion the cause of your future family legacy. 
And definitely, I go, I'm speaking to all the fighters out there that listen to the show, fighters meaning uh, MMA fighters, boxers, reach out to me so I can give you a little bit more information. Obviously, you know my uh, Facebook page is David Diaz, and my Twitter account is the same way. So uh, look me up, and uh, so I can explain to you a little bit what, what I'm doing after boxing outside the ring, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to hear from you guys. So, Matthew, I want to thank you once again for coming on, and you're going to be a regular on the show so we can dissect a little bit and let everybody know what's happening. Um, so thanks again once again, and to everyone, tune in to next time. I'm outside the ring. Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.